Welcome to the People Powered Business Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Lee Billet. If you employ staff, engage contractors, or rely on people to help deliver your products or services, you're in the right place. Join us each week as we dive in to uncover what makes people tick, learn the best strategies and tactics to build an amazing team, and most importantly, discover how you, the business owner or leader, can unleash the power of your people to help create the successful business you deserve. Let's get started. Hi, welcome to episode number 81 of the People Powered Business Podcast. Christy Lee here, your host. I do hope you are having a fabulous, fabulous day and a wonderful week. And thank you so much for joining me here on the podcast. If this is the first episode you are joining us for, you are in for a treat because we have some special guests joining us for today. And if you're a regular listener returning to this week's episode, welcome back. So fabulous to have you here. Now, as I alluded to, we have some special guests joining us today because this is part two of a two-part series where we are lucky enough to be getting some real-life lessons from real-life leaders. And today, I'm really excited to introduce you to two wonderful ladies, Fiona and Janice, and we're going to have a look at their stories and we're going to find out really what the last 12 to 18 months has looked like for them in their businesses and some of the things that they've been able to implement and really observe and keep an eye on that's helped them with building their teams and keeping their teams together through what has been, of course, we all know, a pretty challenging time for businesses. Now, in last week's episode, I alluded to the fact that I wanted to give you these stories in this order and share them with you because just by chance, when I asked the same question of all of the guests that have appeared over the last two episodes, they all shared something slightly different. And interestingly, and this is by pure chance alone, they shared different elements of experiences they have had on what I call the people pathway. Now, if you haven't heard me speak about the people pathway before, never fear in I think a couple of episodes time, I'm going to do an entire episode on the people pathway. So you will get to really dive deep there. So if you're not already subscribed and you want to hear about this people pathway, click subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. So you don't miss an episode, but the people pathway is essentially the journey that every employee takes with your business. And the key to having successful employment relationships, to having employees that you know, not only join your business at the right time and they're the right person for the right role, but they stay long-term, they're highly engaged, they're super motivated, and they're great ambassadors for your business, is really making the most of every step of the people pathway. This is a unique system that I have developed after working with small to medium-sized businesses for more than 20 years now on all things HR. So PEOPLE is an acronym when we're talking about the PEOPLE pathway, and it stands for Plan, Employ, Onboard, Protect, Leverage, and Exit. Now, in last week's episode of the podcast, we heard from a couple of other leaders in business who shared with us some of the key takeaways and absolute game changes that they have experienced in the last 12 months. If you haven't listened to episode 80, I highly recommend you go back and have a listen because Jane shared with us 
an exercise in planning that she has implemented into her business that she described as being a total game changer for her in giving her the clarity that she needed as her business grows. Jane's in a growth phase at the moment and the planning exercises that she has done have given her total clarity and she knows exactly who to hire next and what this pathway looks like for her growth. So that was really exciting to hear because Personally, I love hearing about businesses that are growing. I find it super exciting. Um, So that was great. So you want to have a listen to that. And we also heard from Michael and Brendan from Loyal IT Solutions, who shared the challenges they're having with employing staff in the current market due to the changes uh, that have been going on. And they also shared a succession journey in uh, Brendan's pathway into management. So it was great to hear from those businesses. I do recommend you go back and listen to episode 80. So As I've alluded to, we had someone talk about the planning aspects of the people pathway, and then we were talking about the employment aspects of the people pathway. And today we're sharing with you lessons that leaders have shared with me that really talk to onboarding and also leveraging our team. Now, if you ask me what my favorite part of the people pathway is, it is hands down leverage. This is where all the gold happens. And it's where all the fun stuff happens, the retention strategies, all the motivation work, the team building, figuring out who's best at what and really getting people working in their zone of genius. It is my favorite area of the people pathway to work in. But before we get there, we're going to start with chatting about onboarding. And I'm about to introduce you to Fiona Still from Zytec, and she's going to tell you a little bit about the business that she works for. Fiona is in a leadership role at Zytec. She's their general manager. And she talks to us about the curveballs that COVID has thrown when it comes to onboarding staff in their business. Now, they are a business that is very used to having a remote team and a, a team that is hybrid in nature, some in office and some more remote. But she explains the new lens that COVID has thrown onto all of that and how they've had to adapt their onboarding. And she shares some absolute magic in relation to how she's been able to engage with her team and leverage their talents throughout this COVID season that we're in. So without further ado, please welcome Fiona Steele from Zytec to the podcast. Fiona, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Christy Lee. So good to have you here. Why don't you tell everyone a little bit about what Zytec does before we dive in? So Zytec is a company that works across Australia that sells um, speech generating devices, but more than just sales, it's a business that was started by a speech pathologist and it provides support. So we really are about connecting people with the right technology and providing that extra support from pre-sales and post-sales to ensure that people can use that technology really well to help with their communication. Awesome. Such important work that you guys do. And you're the general manager at Zytec. You've got the important leadership hat on most of the time in your role between yourself and the CEO. So tell me, over the last 12 months, what is, I guess, the number one thing you've had to battle or learn or the takeaway you've got when it comes to your team? What's been the big, I guess, feature theme for you? I think that, you know, as with most of the world, the big theme for us has been COVID and it's been has been longer than 18 months. But we've had we're a growing business and we've had a, a bit of growth within this last 12 months and we've had new people come on board. And and one of them was me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, to start, you know, we're based, we work across Australia, but our main office is based in Victoria and we have staff in South Australia. And within the last 12 months or so, we've had me come in 
in a um, four-day-a-week position here in Melbourne. We've had two staff in two-day-a-week positions in South Australia. And whilst they signed on to um, working in their home-based offices, we, we had an existing staff and we have an existing staff member in South Australia. They have made regular trips to Melbourne, you know, so there has, we're skilled and we thought we were really experienced at supporting people remotely. COVID puts a whole new lens on that. And so, you know, we've had staff that um, we, we've never met face-to-face. Um, we've had staff who, uh, when they were signed on, this is what we we're going to do and we'll get you over and you'll be able to see what happens at, um, you know, from a main office um, perspective. We've even made plans for that to happen. And I think that's the hardest thing, you know, that you make plans mm-hmm. and then you have to be flexible. But, I mean, that's part of life. I think COVID puts a new lens on those sorts of things. And, yes, you could come to Victoria, but when you went back to your home state, you'd be in quarantine, and that's not practical in people's lives. And when and I don't like sporting analogies usually, but, you know, we're on the at the beginning of the Paralympics, so I thought it was probably... Um, <laughs> worthwhile putting in because you know we are in lockdown and my family do like sport and Mm. Paralympics is one of the favorites is that it has been it's a marathon not a sprint so and I think that's that we really didn't know where we how this pandemic was going to pan out and what we needed to do so um, we have been able to be really uh, we're in a good place with the business in that we do work across Australia and have worked remotely with people for a long time. Mm -hmm. So that gave us really good ways of operating as a business. But then what are the other things that we need to do as supporting staff? Mm. And that's been a real challenge, hasn't it? Because you have been, as you said, you've had remote workers. This is not new for you, but I know you became really conscious and really clear about how do we best onboard these people now that we can't just bring them over to Victoria when we want to. So you've had a real, uh, I guess, conscious focus. Yeah. So, you know, part of the onboarding, you know, in non-COVID times would have been to come to the office. Well, Mm. what can we do? We'll get their webcam out and we'll show you the office. This is physically where we live. This is what, you know, as a business, this is where the equipment is. This is how the admin team works in getting orders out. This is how um, our trial equipment works. So, you know, it's not just the descriptions and the processes in, but this is physically how it looks. So how can we replicate some of those things that we would have done face to face? And how could we, you know, from a practical business point of view, but then the practical just connecting as a team, you know, mm-hmm. that we do work together. So what? Are, how do you replicate the water, the water cooler discussions that you would have had? So, you know, we have um, a quick daily huddle, you know, to look at business stuff. But on a, the Monday huddle is different. The Monday is that, you know, um, how was your weekend? What have you done? What have you been up to? We we do have our South Australian colleagues at the moment who are most guilty when they tell us that they went to the pub and <laughs> they went to Bunnings and they've done other things. And travelled. <laughs> exactly. But but we're happy for them. And if we can't do it, it's really good that they're doing it. But um, just to make those connections that we would have done in person. So you have to be more conscious of that. And I think the other big learning has been, Um, in Victoria, yes, we had a long lockdown last year and then we've had a few where we've come in and out of lockdowns. People's response to those is different and the same person's response can be different at different times. So I was pretty, I'm pretty upbeat sort of person usually and that's fine. Lockdown, we're in lockdown six. Lockdown four for me was really hard. It's like, why why is this happening? Why again? And, And I knew all, you know, Cognitively, I knew all why we should be doing it, but it really just, no, 
I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to do this again. And then we've had other staff that, you know, this six one's been harder for. Mm. And then normal things that you would do, planning for a holiday, um, annual leave, those sorts of things, and people still need it. So we've got a staff member on annual leave at the moment. And in planning for it, she said, oh, if we go into lockdown, I don't know that I want to take my annual leave, you know, because I won't be able to do as much and whatever. And then when it came to it, I said, you know, gave her the option, you know, do you want to take um, your leave or not? She said, I really need a break. And mm-hmm. I think that's the the importance of those things that, you know, we might not want to, it might not be the annual leave that we planned, but that switching off time, switching gears. Um, if you do work at home, making that conscious effort that, still containing work time this is work time and your other time is is non-work time and and making um, decisions as to how you might do that so when I work at home my husband and I and he's been working at home too we walk around the block so we have breakfast and we commute and our commute is a walk around the block so it's you know we've done all the normal stuff and getting ready for work uh, you know that you would do at home mm-hmm. and then that's our line in the sand sand you know it's not a long walk or whatever but it just gives you a delineation between those normal everyday things and now this is a work day that is such a brilliant idea because we see in the research this whole concept of the third space that commute time is usually that where we switch from home brain to work brain and, and vice versa on the way home and it's just kind of all blurred into one for a lot of people now so creating a routine where you create even if it's short it doesn't have to be the same length of time it's just creating that line in the sand between personal time and work time, particularly if everyone's working at home together, which (laughs) creates extra challenges. And you touched on something earlier, which I think is really important. People cope differently and the same person might cope differently at different stages in, especially around an experience of change, which is what the last 18 months has been. It's just been constant change. Um, How have you supported your team in understanding, I guess, where they're at. Has there been, has that Monday huddle been the key point where you've really been able to read people and see where they're at? Well, it's, it, there, that is an important thing. And we do have a daily huddle that's more business related, but I think it's also being, you know, and if people are on um, in the office, they are generally masked up. So sometimes reading people and people's facial expression is harder. It's being open to that. And then in my role, I will also be looking at, um, you know, we've got great business tools and and in other times you'd use them. You know, you'd put a message on Slack or quickly ask someone something via email or whatever. There are some times where it might not be the most efficient, but it might be effective and best for that person that you pick up the phone, mm-hmm. that yep. you make you make a connection. Like, um, and our staff, particularly our um, AT consultants, are on the phone or on video conference all day with um, customers and clinicians that people that they support but it's not the same as the interaction you have with a colleague. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it, it, it's, there's little things, but I just keep an eye on that. And, you know, if someone has had a session that's gone long and they haven't been able to come to huddle, I'll make a point of just making a connection with them mm-hmm. and those sorts of things. So just things that you, um, there's things you can do like your huddle that you orchestrate and then being receptive to um, and keeping an ear out for things that you just need to be aware of. Are you okay today? You know, how's, How's that? We've had that with customers as well, where you know training courses we've done where they've said, "Oh, I just can't complete that at the moment." Well, yeah. that's fine. That's fine. Let's look at another way. Let's delay that. You know, what can we do to support you? Yeah, and I think that's so important. It's understanding that it may not be the most efficient way, but right now, efficient isn't always 
the, the key focus when you can't connect with people in the usual way. So you're creating these connection points with your team to not only for you to keep connected with them, but them to also feel connected. Um, and do you think that's made a big impact on where your team's at now, 18 months into this yo-yo of a pandemic? <laughs> I think we're riding a wave and I think that that's, you know, and um, and I know you're based in Sydney and, and but Sydney's made us feel that we're, we're a bit luckier, you know, like yeah. we're still on our own wave, but, um, it, it, you know, puts that into perspective. But it is that people will go up and down and, mm-hmm. and I think that's what you've just got to always be aware of. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. that's the same in in regular times on COVID times I just think it's such a big melting point and we don't melting pot and then in our industry it will be even the um, opening up will be there'll be extra um, things for our staff to be aware of because we even in a vaccinated population with still with people unvaccinated we're working with people who are at a greater risk of adverse outcomes if they do get COVID Mm -hmm. so um our work will will go back to a, a new normal. Yeah, there'll be new protocols. Those. There'll be yeah. new things that you'll have to put in place. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting. But I really think you've touched on some key points there. As a leader, you're very conscious and very aware of being connected and of creating new connection points. And everyone is different, and we need to really just respect that and understand that, and not expect people to be robots throughout this this kind of period of time, um, which is really great. So thank you so much for sharing those gems of wisdom here on the podcast. I really appreciate you joining me. Thanks, Christy Lee. Isn't Fiona fabulous? I absolutely loved what she shared about going for a walk around the block between, you know, before starting work for the day, now that everyone's working from home. In a previous episode of the podcast, we've spoken about this concept called the third space. And it's basically that transition period where you're going from home to work or from work to home. And for most of us, that used to look like some type of commute. But of course, for many people, in fact, probably the majority of people, that doesn't exist anymore. Yet we still really need to have that circuit breaker to snap ourselves out of work mode and into personal mode and vice versa. And as simple as going for a walk around the block, i it's genius. I thought I was so appreciative that Fiona shared that with us. And their experience of growing their business during a pandemic um, has been really, really fascinating to watch unfold. So thank you, Fiona. And now I'm excited to introduce you to another fabulous leader within a business. And this is Janice Wells from Milestone Bellanova. Now, Milestone Bellanova are a full-service marketing solutions agency who work with really small to medium-sized businesses on all aspects of their uh, marketing. So they do strategic marketing, branding and development, advertising, graphic design, web development. I mean, I could list all the things that they do, but if it's to do with marketing your business, they are a go-to company to deal with. And what I know about Milestone Bellanova is that they have a really tight team. And their office, if you just follow them on the socials, if you want to see a fun office, there is birthday cakes happening all the time. They have dogs roaming around their office, which is just so cute to see. Um, they have a really great sense of um, camaraderie and community within their team at their office. So needless to say, being in lockdown for them, uh, and they're in New South Wales, so they've been in lockdown probably at the time you're hearing this episode for we must be hitting around 14 weeks or so, has meant 
a huge shift in how they do things and how they keep their team connected. Um, and they've really had to get creative around that and be very intentional about what they're doing there. So they're really looking to protect their team and protect their business and keep everyone united and also really trying to leverage people's skill sets and strategies throughout this time. So let's dive in and hear from Janice Wells at Milestone Bellanova. Janice, welcome. It's great to have you here. Thank you very much, Christy Lee. I'm happy to be here. I'm excited to chat to you. Now, you have been with Milestone Bellanova for a very long time. How long have you been there for? Uh, I guess I started when my youngest started school. When she was six, she's now 28. So on and off over the years, but yes, quite a long time. Quite a long time. You're absolutely part of the furniture now, and I'm sure you won't mind me saying that. And Not you would have seen the business grow and develop and expand during those years as oh, well. Absolutely, yes. It's yeah. grown tremendously since I first started with Barbara. Yes. Awesome. And roughly how many have you got on the team there now? We've got 10, 11 staff. Yep. Um, majority full-time and one part-time. Beautiful. Yeah, certainly I know that business has grown and has just been doing amazing things. So super excited to have you here. Now, part of your role in the business, I guess, if you like, and you wear many hats there at Milestone Bellanova, but you you do play a really big part in the, I guess, people management and human resources side of things. For you personally, what's, I guess, been the biggest impact to how that's played out for your role in the last kind of 12 to 18 months, which has been a, a tumultuous time. We've been in and out of lockdowns and your team are usually very much on site, but of course they're now scattered and working from home, which is a big change. Has there been something that's kind of impacted how you approach your team in the last 12 to 18 months? Um, absolutely. Um, with the, with the COVID lockdowns, we thought the first time around was bad enough. And then with this last one, we've made it through the quarter of a year being mm-hmm. in lockdown. So can't say it's by choice, nor would I normally prefer this. We do have a great interactive team that work exceptionally well in the office. And we're very much um, we're very much a team family at the office and can coordinate and talk so easily in lockdown that is vastly different Mm. and ensuring that we're getting the right messages across to everybody has been a bit of a challenge without question Um, making sure the communication is right where normally we would all huddle together around a table or all take coffee together and discuss things openly and brainstorm it has been a very different approach during COVID lockdown and I think we're all hanging to be able to get back to the office. <laughs> Even those that would normally commute a little further than others have indicated that they would rather be at the office just for the just for the friendship, I think, too. It just makes working together so much nicer. Yeah, absolutely. That social fabric, it is, you know, once it's woven in, it does get strained when you're all spread and remotely, there's no doubt. How have you combated that? Have you managed to put in place uh, different strategies for your daily huddles? Are you doing them online or Absolutely. how are you approaching it? We're uh, doing, similar to Zoom, we use a um, platform called Slack. <laughs> it allows, it's actually quite a versatile platform. It allows for phone calls, for video calls, to upload massive documents that you wouldn't normally be able to do. So it's it's great for that. You can also include um, customers. So you can create channels that allow you to communicate with your customers. But via the Slack 
um, platform, we connect every morning and every afternoon as a team. 9am we have our chit-chat and about quarter to five we finish up just so that we can work out how the day's gone for everybody if anyone's got any concerns. You really want to try and support everyone as much too during COVID because you can't see their faces you don't know what they're doing we've realized that sometimes you'll call up a colleague hoping that they're there but you don't know if they're gone out for a coffee or or something like that so they're not at their desk but you don't know it so little things like that having these morning and afternoon catch-ups certainly helps to keep the team fabric together Mm, absolutely and I know from following your social media that usually you do fun things as a team there's always birthday cakes at your office (laughs) I have have definitely seen so you must all be I guess missing those little things as well well I know I certainly am because I had my birthday last week and we had to do it remotely happy birthday (laughs) I set up my own my own desk to make it look festive So, yeah, it's all those things that we're missing out on. And I know you, working with you, you've been really conscious of making sure you're reaching out to your team, making sure you're aware of how they're going and really trying to support them in all the ways, uh, yeah, that you can. And I know that's been something you've been really proactive and conscious about. Very much. It's, um, let's face it, it's not easy for businesses in general and overall. And for business owners, it is such a struggle. But then on top of that, You've got your staff as well. And not everyone can handle working from home. Not everyone is as productive working from home. Some go a little offside and they need to be supported in coming back. Some just get lost in everything mm-hmm. and it becomes overwhelming. So it, it's really important to try and keep that team support going for the benefit of the whole company. Mm. Your company is only going to operate while your staff are able to be productive and can help each other. So very, very important to keep an eye out on everybody's welfare, both mental and physical. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I applaud you for being so proactive in that in that space in the last 12 months. What have been some other things that you've really seen that have helped you in your role in, in looking after your people? Um, I guess. You mentioned earlier, for example, when we were chatting off air, um, connecting with other business owners who are experiencing similar things and also focusing, I guess, on the business, uh, which is you're an employee of Milestone. It's not your business, but you were sharing with me, you do treat it just like it is your business. <laughs> and that's a good thing because you want all your employees to do that. You want them to take that much pride yeah, in the business itself. It's very important not to sometimes just assume you have a right to a position or a right to a job. And I do take my role um, as office manager very seriously mm. to sometimes the detriment that some people have misunderstood, I guess, the level that I <laughs> I play. I am certainly not our director and I would never want to be. She is an amazing woman. But at the same time, I don't, I feel very responsible if um, as a whole the business isn't operating to its very best mm-hmm. and if that's due to the fact that we're not caring for our staff sufficiently or we're not providing our staff the right um, tools to be able to excel at what they do, then all that has a responsibility on the whole operation. Mm -hmm. So um, learning to keep together 
and and make sure everyone is looking out for each other, not just for themselves. Not not everyone is capable of doing that. We're all very individual people, mm. but being mindful that we also work as a team in a team that we have to be team orientated. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. And you've got a mix of people that are client interacting and client facing and and others that are more behind the scenes. So it's getting that mix right of everyone working in the same direction for the same kind of Absolutely. Because not everyone has the same skill set. We have some that would prefer not to speak to customers. And then we have those like me who love a good chat with somebody. (laughs) But, you know, you've got to get that that balance right Mm -hmm. um, and make sure that all the areas are covered. There's no way I could show attention to detail or do coding Mm-hmm. as our coders do. Yeah. They're exceptional at that. So yes. it takes a whole different type of group of people to bring it into one family. Totally get that. I could read the same thing 10 times over and think it was perfect and there'd be a million mistakes if I sent it to a copywriter or an editor. So oh, not everyone is, is blessed with that skill. So it's great that you've got that diverse team. And for you personally, you've been connecting with other business owners in the last 12 months. How have you found that experience? Oh, I love it. Uh, I will say a lot of that is due to having the um, this Facebook group with um People Powered HR. Mm. That is a fantastic platform to be able to share your concerns um, and just your thoughts in general and have other peers in similar situations or even not similar situations put in their two bits worth. And it's so much better to be able to see it from a various, a few different ways of viewing it. Mm. Because let's face it, if you've got a mindset that's looking one way, Sometimes that's hard to change. You need to be shown other ways of looking at it to approach it differently. So I think uh, I know from all the network groups that are out there, networking is so important, especially in the lockdown. Mm. So most of the breakfast groups and any, any of the networking groups for businesses have been excelling at keeping their Zooms going so that they can catch up as long as people are being honest too and sharing yes with each other as you can there's nothing worse if you think you're struggling and then you've got all these other people around you saying how they're really doing well in lockdown and that can make you feel really bad yeah. <laughs> if you're not and vice versa you don't want to be blowing off um and showing off that you're doing well right next to somebody that might be really struggling it's everyone's in different situations all industries are different too Absolutely. You've touched on a really good point there. Any of those communities, they just have to be built on trust and authenticity and honesty because everyone's journey is different and we'll all be at different stages at different times. And just having the support of others that are in similar situations that have been there before and tried different things, you know, they can almost give you a shortcut sometimes and say, hey, we tried that. It didn't work. And it feels genuine and there's no judgment. Mm. That's what I found with this particular networking group on Facebook I don't feel there's any judgment everyone's just more than willing to share their experiences and give you other suggestions on other ways of going about things and that's a fantastic um, avenue for looking at other ways Absolutely. Yeah. And it's not something we can always get hold of. And I think one of the things in business, and no matter what role you're in, whether you own the business or you're in a different role in the business, surrounding yourself with the right people is so important to um, how how your journey goes in terms of how you experience it, but also just making sure you're not going insane if you can't quite grasp something or um, if things aren't working because everyone has been there at some point or will be there at some point in the future. That's, that's the key to it, surrounding yourself with the right people. And they don't necessarily have to be like-minded, mm. um, but people that will be open to take on board what you have to say 
and give an honest um, feedback to you without without any nasties that go along with some of them. Yeah, absolutely. We've all been in those groups and we don't like them. So, um, <laughs> no, that's wonderful. Janice, I really applaud how you've managed to keep your team cohesion going as you know as much as anyone possibly can through lockdown because this last one that we're still in the thick of is going forever it feels like and we've still got a little while to go yet um and I know it's been something you've really proactively worked on there at Milestone and I really applaud you all for doing that and I think it's going to make all the difference when you do finally all get back into the office and and have a little welcome back party no doubt for you guys um to <laughs> it keep does that strong. feel like we're all going to be doing some big celebrations when we all get back to our respective businesses and can open doors again and sort of build back up yep absolutely I think there's going to be some parties on the cards so Janice (laughs) thank you for joining me on the podcast and sharing your experience it's been great to chat to you today thank you very much Christy Lee I have enjoyed it oh thank you Janice for joining us here on the podcast what a great treat that was to hear from both Fiona and Janice here today on the podcast I really loved to have Janice shared that for her surrounding herself with the right people throughout this time has been really critical so that she had a place to go to get trusted advice, to bounce ideas off people and, you know, just to do a little sanity check from time to time because it is really difficult when you're, you know, trying to navigate um, through some challenging times. And uh, Janice works very, very closely with the owners of Milestone Bellanova. So they're working as a really great leadership team there to keep things moving along and on track. So I appreciate both Fiona and Janice for joining us here today. Now, if you want to learn more about Zytec or Milestone Bellanova, all you need to do is head to today's show notes and I'll make sure you've got links direct to their website there and you can learn a little bit more about what they do if that's of interest to you. So to grab those show notes, all you need to do is go to peoplepoweredbusiness.com and click on episode number 81. Now, before I go today, I have an invitation for you. If you have not already, and I know some of our listeners certainly have, but if you're not already connected with us inside our free Facebook group, I would love to welcome you there. It's called HR Support for Australian Businesses. You just go into Facebook groups and search that. But of course, there will also be a link in today's show notes. It's a fabulous community of people. We don't take ourselves too seriously. I do share regular technical updates and weekly free training in there. And we just chat about all things business and people and HR. So I'd love for you to join us over there. Just head over to Facebook and search HR Support for Australian Businesses. That is it for me for today. Thank you so much for joining me here on the podcast. And next episode, we have a super special guest sharing an absolute game changer in her business. So I can't wait to welcome her and you'll find more about that next week. Have a great week and I can't wait to chat to you again on our next episode.